The Evolve Network is now live at evolvenetwork.tv. Subscribe for meal plans, recipes, cooking shows, and our very own The Magic Pill and The Magic Plant, as well as access to my favorite documentaries. The Evolve Network is also home to our full library of podcasts, with new release podcasts airing first and in full on the channel. You can also watch selected vodcasts in a video format. Meanwhile, enjoy this highlight of our podcast and head over to evolvenetwork.tv for the full Evolve podcast experience. The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co. established 1977 have personal and domestic water filters which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting alkaline ionized mineral water which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals and bacteria so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. Martin, thank you so much for joining us. How are you, brother? I'm good, thanks, brother. It's a pleasure to be on, man. Hey, for sure. I'm so glad that um, you reached out and we could have this conversation. Tell me a little bit about your backstory. Tell me about uh, where you come from, because you do have a do you have a thick accent there or a strong yeah. accent? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm actually from from Wales. So I grew up in Cardiff, the capital of Wales, and moved over to Sydney around about five years ago now, actually. So yeah, so I'm from Wales, born and bred from the original, from the original South Wales, Pete, you know, not obviously we live in New South Wales. I'm from the original South Wales, you know? <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure I've got a few ancestors over there. I've never been to Wales, but uh, I know the Evans name comes from Wales. Welsh. I was going to say, I was going to say Evans is one of the, Evans and Jones, probably the two most common names in Wales. And what are they like, the Evanses over at Wales? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's so many of them, man. There's so many of them. Honestly, I, I think... I know more Evans and Joneses than I know anyone else. You know what I mean? Are they, are they shit stirrers? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% me. I think it's just in your, it's in your blood. You know what I mean? You have to, it just comes with the surname that does, you know? <laughs> tell, tell me about your last name, Silver. I mean, that's a, that's a, it's a really powerful surname as well. Yeah, yeah. It's um, Portuguese. So my great granddad is a fascinating story. I won't go too much into that. But long story short, my, my great granddad, Jose. He sailed over from Madeira. He went from Madeira to New York. He sailed there when he was 13 years old. Went to New York. I'll cut a long story short. Joined the U.S. Navy. And then he went AWOL from the Navy. He was a bit of a nuisance. And then he ended up in Cardiff. Turned up with a load of cash. Brought a fruit and veg store. Brought a house outright. 
No one knows where he got his money from. And that's where I got my surname from. So it was a cool story. That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> is, is he still around? No, he's not. He's my great granddad. So he died when I was a baby. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's where it comes from. Oh, that would have been a great podcast, I tell you. <laughs> Finding 100%. out. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. It would make a whole podcast, but no, he's from Madeira, the uh, Portuguese island. So yeah. What I'm fascinated to talk to you about today is that concept of the journey, individual journey about stepping into health, stepping into achieving what they wish to achieve. Because I know you help a lot of people on this journey, um, both physically and and no doubt mentally, emotionally, and, and some would say spiritually, when they take control of their bodies. And, you know, it's really interesting. I, I woke up, I had a surf this morning. I'm, I'm in Sydney at my mum's house and I'm in Bondi. And I had the great fortune yesterday of surfing twice, one at home before I caught a plane down to Sydney. And it was one of the best surfs I've ever had at my home break. It was six to eight foot, just pumping. And I was sitting out there yesterday and I'm about to turn 50 soon. And I was just amazed that I get to, I get to play like this every single day. And I had a surf down here when I got here with my kids last night. And I was in the surf with a fellow that was 66 years of age. And, and he said something quite beautiful to my daughter who was surfing with me. He asked her how old she was. She said 15. And he said, Make sure you do something in your life that you love to do, you know, and if you can turn your job into something that you love, then it'll never become a job. And I just thought that was such a beautiful thing. And I've been sort of encouraging my daughters to do that. If it's I, think, I think that's such a powerful thing, 100%. And I know you're doing that. So take us on the journey of, of this transformation that you offer individuals. And if you could talk to us about your transformation in the process too. Yeah, sure. So track back a bit to how I got into, I started off as a personal trainer back in Cardiff when I was like 16, started lifting weights. Typical Welshman, yeah, used to play rugby. And I was quite skinny as a teenager. And I started lifting weights at like 15, 16. And obviously, it's basically like natural steroids at that age, right? You just the amount of testosterone you've got at that age is crazy, right? And obviously, my body responded, never looked back, fell in love with it. But I just enjoyed I enjoyed the discipline of doing it. You know, that's what I love with, you know, weightlifting and exercise, especially weightlifting. It's very black and white, right? You show up, you get the results, right? And I've managed to kind of transfer that into other areas of my life. But yeah, I started there. And then by the age of 19, I was a qualified personal trainer and I just loved it. Just really passionate about health and fitness. And fast forward then, probably about six years or something in my mid twenties, I got into bodybuilding. So I started doing a men's physique show to start off with. And then I ended up doing that for a few years, getting to the pro level as a bodybuilder and traveling to you know Toronto and stuff to do a pro show and everything else. Always been natural, never taking any you know steroids or anything like that. But I did compete in federations where the guys were on steroids, right? Because you just get more, they're just bigger shows and higher profile. People ask me, why didn't you do natural? It's like the natural ones are just like, you don't really get much recognition and much for your profile. So anyway, I jumped into that and then fast forward then a bit more. And obviously doing that though was challenging because obviously I've mentioned this before, but I kind of developed, to be honest, at that point, if I'm fully honest, my behaviors in general, they weren't good, right? I was partying a lot. Yeah, damaging my body. 
and basically ended up getting like an eating disorder as well from, from doing bodybuilding comps, not doing it the right way and restricting my diet too much, not really knowing fully what I was doing at the time. And for about 18 months then or something, I struggled with binge eating and stuff, you know? And yeah, but then again, fast forward then, obviously ended up moving to Australia then when I was, was about five years ago when I was 29. And, you know, I was, I, I built my online transformation program two years ago now, almost two years ago. I had a handful of online clients, but I was doing mainly PT. And then when the pandemic hit, that was like a wake up call. I wanted to delve deeper into impacting more people. And what I do now, as opposed to like face-to-face -face PT, now I actually do it online. I've got clients in America. I've got about 43 clients now. I've got some clients in America, most of them in Australia, I've got some in the UK. The good thing is now there's, there's no limit to the amount of people you can impact, especially with technology. And I actually get way better results with my online transformation program because of firstly, my experience with what I've struggled with, you know, relationship with food and my battle with that. It means I can relate and connect to my clients a lot more and really relate to the struggles, but also just all the experience I've had. I can now put that into practice, my knowledge on nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle, you know, because those three kind of factors on top of the training element, they're, they're just as important, if not more important, especially nutrition and lifestyle changes, right? When it comes to getting people results, so yeah, I get, I'm having a much bigger impact now, getting better results. And yeah, it's just amazing. I, I prefer it as well because obviously the impact also, because the fact is there's not really a cap in terms of how many people you can reach now, you know, with, uh, with technology, as you know, mate, like us having this conversation now, you know, right. <laughs> Unless they cancel you, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Of course, man, of course. I was going to say, I'm, I'm an open book, you know, I'm not as, not as much of an open book as Pete, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm fascinated over the years you must have trained so many people and uh, mm. is there can you narrow it down to a couple of things or a few things or is it a singularity thing where why people come to you uh yeah. are they broken are they are they wanting more out of life take us on this journey of of what is it that people are wishing to achieve when they knock on your door yeah, so generally, the type of client I normally attract is someone who's already got a decent amount of experience in terms of their health and fitness journey. Maybe they've been training, doing strength training for a decent amount of time, but they're just frustrated because they're not seeing or feeling the results that they kind of want for the work they're putting in. That's generally the kind of client that I attract. And in terms of what they want to achieve, you know, they really want, to, they want their physique to basically reflect the work they're putting in. And also, it's also like overwhelm as well. It's a lot of the stuff people struggle with. It's the stuff I used to struggle with. That's the interesting thing. When I was younger, it's like, you know, getting a bit overwhelmed with information and basically doing more than you need to. So a lot of people that reach out to me, they've got a good level of discipline, but they're actually just not implementing the right things. And they're, they're, putting, they're doing so much stuff which they don't need to be doing. So we have to strip it back a bit in terms of like, you know, what they're doing with training sometimes even training too much, you know, not letting the body recover, going too hard. Also um, with just in general with, with cardio and stuff as well. It's a common one. People do loads of cardio. Obviously they want to they get healthier. Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong with doing cardio for health. But a lot of people want to see their body respond. They want to they look good as well as get all the benefits of, you know, improving their confidence, energy levels, and all the kind of stuff that comes with, you know, improving your relationship with food and stuff, right, Pete? And, and lifestyle stuff as well, right? Which is lifestyle being sleep, Right, we all know how important that is. That's the foundation, stress management. So all those kind of things, when you take them into account and you actually dial, fine tune those things, normally one at a time, 
the results people get, not just the physique, the physique is the byproduct. It levels up every area of their life. So they start noticing my moods improve, my productivity is improved. Therefore, you know, my relationships are improving. Yeah, I'm not as, I'm not as happy now, but I'm, I'm just a better person in general. And like I said, that's the great thing about, you know, when you take care of yourself and, and fine tune things. But at the same time, people, I always say to my clients, you know, consistency over perfection, right? If you're consistent, let's say at least 80% of the time, you've got to have flexibility. Some of my clients like to have a few drinks, Pete, or they like to, you know, go out and eat some of their favorite foods. So as long as you're at least 80% consistent, generally, you know, you're going to get life-changing results when you're implementing the right things. You know, that's the key thing. Yeah. People do the wrong stuff and people are just confused with information nowadays, right, mate? The information error. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I experienced that when we were talking about health and nutrition over the last decade or so. Um, mm. When I put my hand up and and started talking about paleo and keto and low carb, for instance, and 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 it's interesting. It's so fascinating. The theme, and you just reinforced it. Then the theme for this year's podcasts for me seemed to be with the guests that I've had on for 2022. And you hit the nail on the head. We need to be. It seems that the results are achieved through simpler means, through mm. less is more. And even as a chef, that was something that was, it took me a long time to discover the less is more uh, philosophy. Because um, as a young chef, pretty much probably like a young PT, uh, you take in so much information and the more information you get, the more you think you know. But there's a catch-22 in there because it, it's and, – and I'll just talk, talk to you about this in, in my perception as a chef. I used to witness myself and other young chefs, what we used to try to do is, is put so much onto a plate, so much of our experience, and it was like the shackles had been taken off us especially in the time that I was developing my, my craft. <clears throat> Let's talk about the 90s and, and early 2000s. And we had modern Australian and fusion cuisine burst through the scenes where anything was possible. So we had this, this glut of all of these ingredients and cultures appearing on one plate. And sometimes it worked, but often it was just too complicated. It was too much going on. And it took me a while and, and quite a humbling experience to learn that less is more. And the, how I learned that was by working with the elder generation of chefs. It wasn't so much the younger generation. It was really tapping into the wisdom of the, of the elders, so to mm. speak, which, which can be carried across so many different disciplines in life and philosophies in life. I want to stop you just quickly on that as yeah. well. Wisdom, I think that's a solid word to use, wisdom, right? Because this day and age, it's like we're getting a lot of the information but because a lot of it is on social media and stuff like that. And that's not to you know, be negative. I really hope you enjoyed the first half of this podcast. If you'd like to listen to the rest, please visit evolvenetwork.tv. That's evolvenetwork.tv. We'll see you there. The information, views and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical, or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose, treat, 
cure or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views, opinions or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.